they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Hey, once again, it's time for two guys to sit around and talk about whatever they want to talk about. No, wait. It's actually half an hour later than it's time for two guys to sit around and talk about because someone forgot we were doing this this morning. Who was it? Was it me? Well, I got to tell you, (laughs) today has been a very productive day for yours truly. I've already uh, painted the laundry room floor, uh, went out and hit the hot tub, took a shower, I'm just living large today. Wow. I know. And it's it's early. It is. Just a half hour later than it was supposed to be. Remember the the old army, the old army commercials where I've done more uh, before five o'clock in the morning than some people will do all day long. Yeah, I do remember those. Yeah. Be all you can be. The few, the proud. No, those are the Marines. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we could have some yeah, army yeah. army uh, folk listening right now, and they're trying to come through the radio and grab you. So, well, what was the highlight of this week, huh? Um, man, there's a lot of stuff that went on this week. Good. I, I the highlight. I want. Here's what I want to talk about. Here's okay. the highlight that I want to talk about. It has right. nothing to do with me. Okay. This is so, such a sad and insane story. But you heard about the. Um, uh, the guy, the family that had the baby reveal party. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I think it was in Michigan. And, was it in Michigan? And, yeah. and the guy, the dad was like uh, getting everything put together uh, and getting uh, uh, fireworks or some sort of uh, explosive, explosive device set. So when the time comes, they push a button and it explodes and blue confetti flies all over the place. Right. I think I think those are it's insane anyway, but it's so sad that it, before he had a chance to, uh, you know, as he was setting it up, it exploded and killed him. So, could you imagine this kid growing up who never met his dad because they were going to have a reveal party and the bomb exploded and killed his father? We tend to do things to the extreme anymore. We don't just do something. We keep doing it and doing it and doing it until, you know, someone gets killed. It, it's, it's, did you, did, did you, uh, did your family, have they had like baby reveal parties and stuff? We have had some to a minor degree. I mean, you know, they've done little parlor games, but not exploding rockets and all that stuff. Right. I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, he's not the first to get killed during a gender yeah. reveal party. Google that. You'll be surprised. It's so sad. And, and you know what? You're having a kid. Who cares? You know what I mean? Who cares if it's a boy or a girl? Yeah. You know, just be be happy that you have a kid. Again, it's all about excess. It's like people don't have any limits anymore. It's happening. Right. That's that's what's going on with Facebook. It's like instead of just uh, saying hi to friends and saying, "Oh, look, we bought a new couch," it's uh, political opinions and uh, social stances, and it's just blah. I, and Tim, I don't know. It could be you know, twenty years ago. Or 30 years ago, I would have said, yeah, it's a reveal party. It's going to be awesome. 
I think I'm turning into the uh, cranky <laughs> old man. Maybe I think that's what the deal is. Tell those kids to get off your lawn. Yeah, get the hell off my lawn, for God's sake. <laughs> I remember as a kid, we used to play uh, touch football, you know, and so the kids would get yeah. together. And, and to play football, you need several yards. Well, uh, Mr. Lawrence down the street was on uh, – he was the end zone of one yard, uh, one, one of our little stadiums. And uh, no, he came out. And he was madder than could be because we were messing up his lawn. Yeah, and that is yeah. a real thing. And, there was a time, and and you know what? And back then, what a dick he is. And now I understand. <laughs> oh I'm yeah, stay the hell off my Here, lawn. Let me help. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, a couple years ago. Uh, a couple years ago, my dogs are about ready to explode here in a second. So oh, they're so but cute. A couple years. A couple years ago, um, it was like two o'clock in the morning, and I heard like loud music outside. And I look out my window, and there's a car parked right in front of my house, with four teenage girls in it blasting their their radio. <laughs> and so I had to make sure there were girls so I could safely go outside. If there were guys, I wouldn't have gone outside. <laughs> so I walk up to their car. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And I go, "Excuse me," and I scared them crap out of them i go you guys it's two o'clock in the morning you're sitting here blasting your radio can you move along and uh they were kind of messed up and uh they uh uh slowly drove away i suppose you could have called the police but then you would have gotten them in a lot of trouble yeah yeah i could have called the police but, yeah you know back to fireworks back in the, <laughs> you know, back in the i'm kind of i'm changing the subject that's again. all right Back in the day, like, you know, back in the 60s, you know, I was like, what, 10 to 12, my friends and I would, like, play with cherry bombs and M80s. Oh, yeah. A stick of dynamite and stuff. Little kids, can you imagine that today, you know? You think the parents would let their kids uh, walk around with a quarter stick of dynamite? I think that still happens uh, more than you'd realize. And, you know, you hear about it every year, someone blowing fingers off and stuff like that. Huh. All right. Yeah, it's the Darwin sorry, thing, sorry you know. To bring it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's you I, have I, to have I, a little I, bit of intelligence going. Right. There's a there's a a, a comic out, and I can't remember what his name is, but he talks about um, um, you know, when we were kids, there was no seat belts in cars and no bike helmets mm-hmm. on bikes. You know, we just ride around, and you know, God forbid, if some kid fell and smacked his head and did get well. They didn't deserve to, and that's why he says that's why there's so many idiot people around because the bike helmets and and uh, seat belts. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, I'll buy go. that. Put sure. that in your pipe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. So, what's on the agenda today? Um, today, I've already been to. Here's this is here's something really stupid. So uh, again, old man problem. Yeah. I I uh, I went to I gotta get a call get an automated call from Walgreens and they say your prescription is uh, is ready and then I'll like uh, won't go pick it up for like a month until somebody calls me and goes listen we have your prescription you have to get it today or you know it's it's not gonna be around so yesterday I got a call and I just answered the phone and said this is Walgreens and I just hung up the phone and said okay my prescription is ready. So I decided that I would go like the next day instead of waiting a month. Mm-hmm. So I drove all the way down to Walgreens 
And they said, no, we don't have anything ready for you. They called to tell you they were going to work on a prescription and it should be ready next week. So oh my there God. you go. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the message, but on the bright side, I got out of my house and drove down the block. You know, drove a few miles. Away. Where? How far away? You said you were, had to go pick up your prescription. You'd be gone a half an hour. I, and I, why don't you have your prescription closer? Well, it's not a half. It's not a half an hour away. I mean, it's like maybe 10, 15 minutes away. Okay. Going huh. and coming. Yeah. yeah. So I live in uh, I live in the Totem Lake area. Right. And my Walgreens is in Rose Hill. Ah, uh, okay. It was just right at my Safeway, but um, my insurance, I don't know what the hell the deal was, so I couldn't go to uh, Safeway anymore. And and kids, if you're listening to this, what a great story <laughs> to listen to an old man talk about getting his prescriptions. There's nothing better. I'm thinking about getting yeah. insoles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, God. Hey, I want to hear about your uh, return to trivia. This is ap- actually happening. Yeah, it is. It's going to be Tuesday night. I'm so excited. In, in, I'm so excited and scared in a way that, God, I, I hope I can remember how to set up the equipment, you know? Oh, funny. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and also, I'm going to be going back and working from the office every day now, too, instead of uh, working from my little car table in my basement. And why is that? I'm so. just curious. It's you know they're they're having people come in uh, more and I don't know I'm just I'm ready I'm ready you know if I, if I'm gonna if I'm going to be doing trivia then I could you know I got the go ahead from that lady I live with that uh, <laughs> your wife cool. <laughs> yeah my wife so have you uh, gotten your yeah. vaccine I haven't I don't qualify. I don't qualify. I, I, you know, everybody says, like my sister, I was talking to her and I, and uh, um, she goes, well, you're qualified because you're a caregiver. So right. she sent me this thing. I, fi- I filled everything out and it said, no, you don't qualify. So that's insane. There you go. I know. Huh. And my wife doesn't qualify either. Even though she had it. Yeah. Even though she had it. Wow. She doesn't qualify either. So. I don't know. I know that um, she has a doctor appointment later this week, uh, later next week, rather. So um, we'll check it out. But so you're good. You've had both of your uh, shots. And no, I get my second one this oh. Wednesday, but uh, then I'll be done. But That'll be do good. You have to, do you have to go to like Portland or something to get no, it? No, I know there are some people doing stuff like that. But no, we're actually yeah. uh, initially we went to Olympia and got the first one there. But we were trying to get it here locally and uh, didn't want to have to drive down to Olympia again. So we actually heard from uh, my daughter-in-law that uh, they, the UW had opened up again because uh, initially when I contacted the University of Washington, they said, nope, unless you got the first one here, uh, you can't get your second one here. But when I called uh, recently, they said, oh, no, we've changed that policy. Well, let let a guy know. So we got it booked. We have to go to uh, Harborview, I think. But uh, huh. and eight o'clock on a Wednesday morning, but you know, oh, fantastic! We'll ha- I know, but it'll be great. It'll be fine. All the drunks yeah. are passed out by then, and it'll be just yeah. safe. <laughs> God, I hate downtown Seattle. I'm so sad to see how what has gone on downtown. It's it just is. It, it makes me so mad. Yeah, 
I have I have friends that still work at Nordstrom's in downtown Seattle, and, and actually I had dinner with her uh, the other night, and and you know normally um in the you know in the women's shoe division, uh, a normal day on a weekday in February and March, you can sell like two thousand twenty five hundred dollars worth of shoes, mm-hmm. and then like on weekends, like on a Saturday, you could do like three thousand. She was telling me that that um, and and you know be steady all day long. They're on a list where you know they have to sit back and do stock work until you know somebody gets a customer. And she's doing like nine hundred dollars a day. Oh wow! Uh, eight or nine hundred dollars. This is so sad. And you know she's reti- My friend is retiring, and I'm going. What are you waiting for? No and kidding. She wants to wait for. She wants to wait for an, uh, one last anniversary sale, and, but it's just—it's so different. It's so sad because, you know, when uh, uh, and you were downtown back in those days. I mean, when I, when I worked downtown, it was just like happening and and busy and and yep. uh, vibrant. And now it's it's uh, tents in front of uh, buildings, and it's so sad. Vandalism and drug needles and deals on the street and yeah it's it's just out of control it's hard to explain that to people because you you know you see the flyovers or when there's a game here and you see the space needle in the mountains and the pike place market where they're throwing fish but uh again como four did a great job on you know is seattle dying or whatever they called that thing but uh that if you you can find that online and there's two of them uh, yeah, they've already had a second one. Uh, yeah, it, they had a second it's one. Insane. I mean, how yeah. they allow that, and how they have spent so much money—our money, by the way, tax dollars—to do nothing uh, is insane. Right. It's insane. So, yeah, my love for Seattle is—I uh, can love it from afar. I'd be fine right. to uh, be somewhere else. It'll be convincing my wife that that's a good idea. So, yeah, it, it's. Uh... Yeah. In the meantime, yeah. we'll just let our house keep appreciating. <laughs> yeah. Second, uh, second yeah. best market in the U.S. Uh, Phoenix was number one, and Seattle was number two for appreciation. So, do you know my um, my brother and sister-in-law live in um, Saugus, California? You know where that is? Yeah, I've heard of it. it I'm trying to think yeah. of where. It's by it's by Magic Mountain. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so they put their house up for sale because they're uh, retiring and they're moving to La Quinta. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Which, which in Spanish means next to Denny's. <laughs> um, so they put their house up for sale, and in two days they got twenty-one offers and sold it wow. on uh, like a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we could sell now and make a killing, and life would be great. But again, we'd have to go somewhere. And uh, right. I know we'd get so much more house for our dollar if we go outside of the Seattle area, staying in the Northwest. And, you know, these days everything is remote. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be uh, convincing someone that that would be a good idea. So, I mean, I last week I, I got a couch and a mattress mm-hmm. and moved it. And just that little amount decided, God, there's no way in hell I would ever want to move. Too much work. <laughs> Too much work involved. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, there's the cleaning out and all that crap, but ah, whatever. 
It'll be fine. Um, It'll all be fine. Do we do we talk about business on this podcast? We can talk about whatever we want to. What do you What are you thinking? Okay, because I uh, I'm I'm signing up the Hotel Indigo, that new hotel on uh, the Everett Waterfront. Are you oh yeah, with that? yes I am. Yeah. that's cool. So, so yeah, so I'm signing them up, and I I met with them. Uh, I met with the general manager a week or so ago, and. Uh, she was going to pass the information on to their marketing team in Seattle. And as I was talking to her, I thought, I just randomly off the top of my head, I said, you know what we can do would be awesome is at the end of our morning shows, we can uh, do a recording that said, the guests of the Tim Hunter Show stay at the beautiful Hotel Indigo on the Everett Waterfront. And I just thought of that. And that is the main reason why they want to do stuff with that. They love that idea. Oh, that's fun. So, Good. Yeah. So um, I'm going to have that for both morning shows. And then I'm trying to get, uh, not trying, it's going to happen, get uh, a room for you and then a room for Stitch, not together. Yeah. But, uh, I don't, have he you guys snores. A couple rooms. So you could stay there. So you could stay there and then talk about it on the air and maybe interview them on the air. Oh yeah, no, that's great because yeah. I mean yeah. people see it and they know it's there and everything else. But right. you know, mostly people just aren't going anywhere. So yeah, it'd be fun to be able to tell people right. about a little it. staycation in this place. It's it's nice. on the waterfront, but it, it's behind a brand new apartment complex, so it's kind of hard to see. So, anyways. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. Well, eventually, uh, not right now, but soon, I'd like to talk to your uh, Everett Yacht guy because uh, that yeah. owning owning a boat is on my down the line list, and and I got to get some other things figured out here and there. But uh, just to be able to have a boat in the Northwest, how sweet! Oh, so that the the my yacht guy, I uh, he's a great dude, and. Uh, um, I called him the other day and to talk to him about things, and it was a really nice day. And he goes, Maury, I thought you were calling me to say that you wanted to go out on the water. You wanted me to take you out on the water. And I said, is that an option of mine? And he goes, yes, anytime you want. You just call me and let me know, and we'll go out on the water. So I said, I'm going to put that in my back pocket, sir. <laughs> Maybe well, I don't need to get a boat. Maybe I just need to get to know this guy. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah, you should. He he's a he's a really good dude. He's a he's a family owned business. Here's a little plug for Everett Yacht Sales. Mm -hmm. He was a uh, he was a 30 year Snohomish County Sheriff. Oh and, wow! Uh, so there's trustworthy uncle, right there. Yeah, and his uncle um, uh, started this yacht business, and he took it over for him. And he uh, he goes out on his boats, and even though. It's called Everett Yacht Sales. It's not a snooty little, you know, mm -hmm. they don't wear sport coats. And yeah, they're just, it's just a boat place. It's awesome. So, oh, that's yeah, great. Pretty, yeah, I want to get to know this I don't guy. Know, I, I don't know if I could uh, responsibly own a boat because it would just be a disaster somehow. <laughs> I don't know how. But oh, it just I, would be. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, just get it and name it the uh, Titanic and off you go. Yeah, I know. Just that. I remember uh, me and my friends went fishing. That's another thing that I, I'm not crazy about doing. But we were in uh, this boat, like just it, like a rowboat type thing. And, hey, Maury, throw the anchor in the water. And I threw it in. And they said, did you tie it up first? And I didn't even know. Uh -uh. So I just <laughs> tossed the anchor in the water. So. Well, I had a boat, uh, a Bayliner open bow, and uh, a few years ago. And I was a first-time-ever boat owner. 
And uh, I did all the things. I mean, uh, I got a, a Alice Porter, who I worked with, her husband Sean and I went out on the boat for the uh, first time and went out there and uh, we got out in the middle of Lake Sammamish and the battery died. So we had to get <laughs> we had to get towed back into shore. Then another ah, time I went to launch it. That was and that was the first time you took it out. That was the very first time. Way to start. And the other time, so isn't I, that a? Is it? That's a message from the universe saying, "Dude, yeah, what are you thinking?" Uh, and yeah, then yeah, I I did launch one time and uh, forgot to put the plug back in. And you know the you get in the boat after you've put it in the water, park the car, come back, and all of a sudden the the boat's with water, and you go, "Oh, frick." So <clears throat> I had to do some bailing there. And, yeah, I had, some, uh, I had some really good times. Oh, another time we were in Lake Chelan, and all of a sudden the, uh, the engine compartment started smoking. So I had everybody abandon ship, get on their life jackets, and get off the boat. And it turned out it was just a crack in one of the, the pipes, and the water got out. So that was really just steam but enough to scare me. But the finishing uh, stake in the heart of a, being a boat owner was when I took a shortcut up at, um, oh, a lake up in the mountains, Lake Wenatchee, and I thought I'd be able to get over it. Well, I couldn't. There was a giant rock there, and it bent the prop, and $2,500 worth of repairs later, I sold it for around $3,000. So, Wow. Yeah, I know. Huh. So why am I thinking I need another boat? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you. So is this is this that you like you it was parked in your front yard or do you, did you like moor it? Oh, I had it uh, under the uh, canopy or tarp in the front yard. Yeah, oh, okay. actually, I did put All it right. in the garage for a while. It took over the whole garage. It was able to uh-huh. if you angled it in, then it was there, and then the two cars were outside, but. Again, when we sold it, we got to park in the garage again, so it was a good thing. Do you, you ever see those videos of those guys trying to put their boats in the water and they end up, they oh, end yeah. up putting like their whole cars in? And stuff. Yep. That, that, that would be my story right there. <laughs> that, that would be something that, that would happen to me. It would just be I, – I could never enjoy a boat. I could never enjoy it because, I, first of all, I would be too worried about getting in the water. And then as I was in the water – I would be too worried all day long trying to get it back on land. You know what I mean? How the hell am I going to do that? So, yeah. Probably the greatest adventure we had was one day I got off work at KLSY, came home. It was a summer day, got the kids, uh, loaded up the boat, and off we went. Got picked up lunch at Boston Market, launched the boat, and then went out on Lake Washington to watch the Blue Angels. And oh, cool. went out there with all the crazies because the thing is, it sounds cool. But as the guy who's steering the boat and in charge of keeping everyone safe, nobody's paying attention. So all of a sudden, a giant boat starts heading right towards you and you got to get out yeah. of the way. And I, I will tell you, it was so exciting when the Blue Angels came down like, I don't know, 20 feet off the water and just the whole boat shook. I mean that was that was really fun. So I look at that as the high water mark. But yeah. even then to go I don't know that I would do it again or at least not park where everybody is because that's just insane. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm I there's so many stories, especially especially talking to the DUI target zero people. Oh yeah. Some of the in, insanity that goes on down on the on the log boom. Yeah. And uh Opening day, did you ever do the opening day of boating season thing? 
I did it because um, I was always working at Nordstrom during mm. those. And back in those days, we would have to dress up like in boating attire. Oh, wow. During opening <clears throat> boating season. Yeah. We, uh, I, my, I became acquainted with it. I never realized this was such a big deal. I worked at Como, and of course, Como was your Husky station, and they actually covered the crew races that went on prior to the big boat parade. So you're down there doing that, and then the uh, crew races are over with, and you, well, we're here. We might as well stick around and watch all the expensive boats go by. So uh, did that. That was fun. Uh, and then years later, ended up going back down uh, with my wife and um, watching them uh, with some friends who owned a boat. So we would hang on their boat that was docked at the uh, uh, Seattle Yacht Club, one of the yacht clubs. And, uh, oh, Queen City Yacht Club. Don't want to get those confused. And then we would walk over to where the parade was, and it was kind of a fun tradition. Huh. And it's very exclusively Seattle. I mean, it's, right. you know, I'm, I know they do others around the country and stuff, but this has a long-standing tradition. Uh, yeah. God, it's it's fun. The uh, the only boating experience I have, when I worked at uh, Nordstrom's in downtown, uh, Eric Nordstrom, who's one of the, you know, owners. The now, boys, one of the yeah. Guys, one of the boys who runs the show. He was our manager, and we had... Um, um, a great anniversary sale and he took us out uh you know for dinner on on the, the yacht on the family yacht this big gigantic it was incredible and we drove around lake union and then stopped it uh at a dock and then went to a restaurant and it, it was all catered for us and stuff and then went back on and uh yeah, it was quite something. Como, uh, back when we do those crew races, it was fun. I was Larry Nelson's producer, and the, yeah. the traffic guy was Ted Garlatz. Well, Ted, I I, Ted owned I a boat. I, and yeah. uh, so after the opening day and covering it and everything else and having fun, uh, we went on Ted's boat and you know cruised over to the Seattle Yacht Club and did all this. Well, Ted didn't mind drinking and driving. This is the DUI task force poster child um he uh i remember him going to dock and ramming the dock and uh wondering if we were all going to sink and it was a i think a flat bottom like a houseboat almost kind of thing and uh it had a lot of dings on the side was ted garlitz was he in the in the in the helicopter or something like that no 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 ted was in the como air patrol and ted garlitz jr in the como air patrol paul brendel oh. Was the guy yeah, who Paul flew Brendel. the the chopper seven or Cairo? Yeah. Oh, obviously not a Paul Brendel fan. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I knew uh, I got to know him a, a couple of years later, and boy, he had some close calls. He had some emergency landings there over Look, at the U Dub. Yeah, didn't didn't a Como uh, copter crash like um, in well, in downtown Seattle by Como? That was uh, the TV chopper. I want to yeah. say, what was it, three, four, five years ago, and there were two people on board. The, I think it was longer, longer than that. It probably was. It, it goes by yeah. fast. But the uh, the pilot, I didn't know him. He was the Como pilot. The cameraman was a buddy of mine, Bill Strothman. I went to the U-Dub with him. Uh, he, we, we were part of the Speak Out crowd. Uh, we learned our broadcasting skills together, and he worked at Como like 30 years or something like that. And wow. he had he had retired, but he'd gone back just to do some part-time stuff. And 
And uh, that morning, the chopper took off and just went straight down. Two um, people were killed. Yep. It was Bill and the other guy. I'm so trying to get the, the article in front of me. Uh, yeah, it to, was uh, it was a very, very sad thing. I'm sure he had no time. I mean, basically, you take off and you went straight down and it just burst into flames. Yeah. I wow. mean, that uh, just that's so heartbreaking because, again, I will tell you, Bill was probably one of the nicest guys ever. We were both members of... Uh, um, Bothell First Lutheran Church, so we went to church together there and uh, stayed in touch over the years. And I just, when I heard the news, I could not believe it. I still don't. And I still expect to see him. They um, they put a commemorative uh, park bench uh, on the UW campus. If you go to the right spot, you'll see a bench dedicated to Bill Strothman. His wife, uh, Nora, worked at the University of Washington on landscaping and all the gardening for, I don't know, 30 years. So wow. she was really, uh, she's outdoors, knows her plants, has a beautiful yard. They, they um, with uh, uh, technology now, they don't have, uh, do they still have chopper, traffic choppers and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're still oh, quite busy, yeah. Well, L.A. is big on that, too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's you know, right. the, for the car chases. Not yeah, necessarily yeah. for news, just for car yeah. chases. My mom, we were, right. called her the other night, and we were talking, and she seemed distracted. I said, Mom, what's up? She said, oh, they've got another car chase going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy stopped. Oh, oh they got him. That's yeah, so funny. It's a different world. I mean, that really didn't go on a lot when I was growing up in L.A., but I left there right. when I was 18-ish. So in the years past... Uh, that's just become a part of the normal news scene. Is, well, I think OJ started it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he yeah. definitely branded it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got his vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. I couldn't believe that. There was probably something they didn't want to tell people, but, um, you know, he qualified, so. Right. Do you want to talk about March Madness? Yeah. Is there going to be March Madness? <laughs> yes. I believe it is. I think that um, I think that it's all going to be played in the same place, like in a bubble. Okay, good. And uh, it's kind of weird this year because I don't I don't think I've watched one college basketball game. I haven't because, and I'll tell you why, is because the University of Washington team yeah, has sucked. Oh my God, it's yeah. it's given me a sour taste on basketball. So I don't watch NBA. Doesn't entertain me in the least. Man, I've tried. I've tried no. to watch the NBA, but I just, I just can't do it. And and I agree with you. The NCAA basketball tournament, the Huskies suck. Uh, the the Pac-12 network I don't have on Directv, so I can't oh, even no. watch the Huskies suck. And <laughs> and the the uh, the uh, I, I I don't know what the deal is because the March Madness. I've been to it in Seattle. I I normally take the first two days off and sit in a bar for two days and mm -hmm. just watch basketball. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of uh, disappointing and, and, and yeah. It is the best version of basketball. It is when you've culled it all down to the best teams in their their areas or whatever, and you just never know if someone's going to pull it off. Uh, the Cougars, I think, could be a deal if they don't, you know self-implode but they had a really good season so we'll see what happens there huskies will be in the pack 
12 tournament, but I don't expect him to go very far. So the the Cougars had a had a really good season, except mm-hmm. they lost to the Huskies. Didn't I, they? Well, yes, and I'm sure that you know, <laughs> it you play up to rivalries, you know, and and there've been yeah. years when the Husky football team was really good, and the Cougs pulled out the Apple Cup. So it just it's you know they get right. inspired. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the UW basketball program, and here we've wandered off into a sports segment, but um, I know because they aren't used to losing that much. And don't like it when they do. And I, I think the coach is really good, but I don't know. I just don't know what happened. Well, I, I think what happened is that it's the state of college basketball today that, that you know, one and done players, they just yeah. come just to play basketball and then they move on. And, you know, that's happened to the Huskies a how lot. many times. And, yeah. yeah, a lot. And that's why I just don't like college basketball anymore i you know i i i liked when when uh you know there'd be a team and they would have the same guys for like three or four years even three years even two years for yeah God's sakes. yeah but it just it's it's so different and, and then it, it turns out to be kentucky and duke the same exact teams all well the time. i've but, got my fingers here, crossed for gonzaga yeah, no kidding. Undefeated. No kidding. This late in the season, uh, haven't the had any letdown. Ye- yeah, in years. Yeah. Well, uh, again, the conference they play in isn't that. No, is true. Like, uh, so, uh, but but they are pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. I'd love to see them go all the way and win it. Well, we'll see. God, if that happens, we should take your boat to Spokane. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Hook it on the trailer and just drag it. So, Yeah, totally. All right, well, I'm going to let you get on with your weekend, and I'll wander back okay, to mine. Sure. And it was good connecting with you. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like the Saturday um, podcast. Yeah. You didn't buy anything yeah. new this past week? You bought stuff for the new dryer, I, the new bed, the new couch? Oh, yeah. Um, no. No. I wow. didn't buy. I you know. Oh no. You know what I bought? Oh. I bought a, a late night infomercial, uh, just because I I uh, had to have it. And this it was. It's a. I'm so obsessed with with cleaning stuff that mm-hmm. you buy to clean stuff with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cleaning stuff to clean stuff with, and it's like this gel that uh, that cleans showers really good. So I bought that, and then. And then I bought. Did I ever tell you that I bought this nozzle blaster that um, uh, you put it on your uh, sink and it like uh, blast. It cleans things so easily, you know, like a like a giant uh, pressure washer. power wash. Yeah, yeah, for your sinks. <laughs> so I bought one about a month ago. It cost like twenty bucks, and I accidentally hit it. I had it set up. It took me like two hours to set it up because <laughs> I don't know how to do stuff. And then I ended up hitting it with a frying pan and broke it. So so then I went online and found it, and I found them for five bucks. So oh, I bought wow. three of them. So I bought three of them. I might give one to you for a present. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. Well, there's. I'm sure yeah. my birthday's in September. Yeah. One quickie on the okay, shower. Yeah. One one quick thing in yeah. your shower, and I hear the phone call coming in, so I'll keep this short. But uh, okay. what you do is go to the dollar store. Or if you want to pay a yeah. high price, go to the grocery store and buy Tidy Bowl or any kind of toilet cleaner. 
Yeah. Squirt that along the side of your shower. Give it 15 minutes. Do a little scrubbing and then rinse it with hot water. If you're trying to clean tile, it'll make it look brand new. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. This is after so, I paid so, somebody 500 bucks to come in and clean my shower and oh, make it look oh, like brand new. And I told somebody that and they said, ah, you just use, you know, Tidy Bowl or one of those uh, toilet bowl cleaners. And uh, it works great. And it did. Yeah, it did, did. I heard that sound. Did an angel just get its wings? It did. No, we have, a, we have a ring doorbell. So anytime oh. somebody comes within motion or even if a car drives by or parks in the driveway, uh, that, that will go off. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, All right. sir. Good, good talking good to you, and I'll talk to you All next right. week. Okay, man. Take care. Thanks. You've just listened to Maury and Tim Escape from the Radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.